the Hotshot with Kids Podcast Network. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Hey, it's Never O'Clock. We're the Hot Show Wiz Kids with Mike Klein Jr. and Mark Davila, and this is TV Cynics. It's time to take a break from all your words. Let me tell you something. That theme song is really hard to listen I'm, to I'm and not. Up. Wait, no, and, and it's hard to listen to and not sing along with. Yeah. Because I want to fucking sing that song so bad. So you, obviously, we're talking about Cheers. You got it. This. The theme song is maybe the, the most important part of the, the show for me. It's the most iconic part of the show. And I I hate it in syndication how they fucking shorten yeah. it. Yeah. Like they just did like one chorus. And remember the uh, in the beginning in the intro they had like that really smarmy looking like uh, drawing guy. It, yeah. Like it was like like um I don't even know what it's not an animation but whatever it was. This is some drawing of a yeah. dude looked like he was from like the forties or something yeah. or twenties I don't know. It's it just it's insane but that theme song. Just li- listen. Listen to this piano. If I knew how to play the piano, I'd be playing this yeah. all the time. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. I mean, that song, that is so true. <laughs> it really is. It does take everything you got to yeah. make your way in the world today. Taking a break from all your worries. Sure also true. Oh. Sure would help. Wouldn't you like yep. to get away? I would. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. Outside of work, there is no place where everyone knows my name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. Besides home and work. Yeah, there's nowhere where everyone's always glad I came. Home or work? Well, your fiance is glad when you came. Just as sex is over. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> fucking done. Go to bed. Luckily it doesn't take that long. <laughs> What a song. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers debuted in September 30th, 1982. Wow. And, and ran until May 20th, 1993. So 11 seasons was on with a total of 275 half-hour episodes. And when it was on, it was like tops. It was the... the oh, my God. It was, it was a dominator. It was the big show. It was the big show on television. Nothing beat cheers. It was started by Glenn Charles and Les Charles. <laughs> I'm a more or less Charles. Yeah. Are they related? The, the Charles brothers. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah, of course. Not everyone with the same last name is related. <coughs> the premise of the show was a bar in Boston that was run by former Boston Red Sox Sam Malone, who owned the bar. He was a drunk. He was like he was a former drunk. He was in the program. Wasn't he? He was. Oh yeah. Yeah, because remember you'd I always I don't remember. You'd always drink while. seltzer water, like get that green bottle of seltzer water. You'd always drink vaguely. It's, yeah. I haven't seen an episode of Cheers in a really long time. During its run, Cheers became one of the most popular series of all time. So, I mean, it must have been a real big feather in your cap if you wrote for Cheers. Just like I mean, imagine you know all the jokes. <laughs> it, it was it was. On top of its game for its entire run. Women, I don't, I can't don't live with them. Give me a beer. Yeah, you can't. I don't think people can name like, yeah, seasons four and five of Cheers weren't that great, but then you know, kind of picked up again at nine and ten. 
even though there there could be some debate with the whole Shelley Long Kirstiality switch. So Cheers, the bar Cheers in the show had several owners before Sam, as the bar opened in 1889. The established 1895 sign on the bar's or on the bar's sign is a made-up date chosen by Carla for numero- numerological reasons revealed in Season 8, Episode 6. Hmm. That's deep. Like, who the hell knew that? Yeah. Cheers, expert. Yeah. Now, when we were in Boston, we walked past the Cheers bar. The Yeah, the original. Yeah. Which was, is actually called um, the something in... We didn't uh, go in. It was, like, too busy. And I don't think we were brave enough to step inside of a building. But uh, we did walk past. Yeah, but it, it, it's not actually called that. It's called um, the Bull and Finch Pub. But they, they used exterior. And then, they, of course, they just have to keep the sign out there. But there is one that looks more like the real one in Boston Commons, I think. Like somewhere else in the city, you can go to one that it looks more. Because the real bar, doesn't, it doesn't. it's like a little dungy little basement place. Dungy? It's dingy is the word. Dungy. No, dungy is more like a like more like a dungeon. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a dungeon, exactly. Yeah. I think it makes more sense than dingy. Or, or coach dungy. Isn't that a coach? Yeah. yeah. But so but yeah, we didn't go in because there was a line, but we just stood out there. Plus you know we're scared to go into things we haven't been before. But everyone will know our name when we walk they in. They won't. Mark! No one knows me anywhere. No one gives a fuck where I come and go. I think the coolest part of Cheers was that they never drank real beer. It was just like Except... I think it was apple juice. For the final... No, they were on The Tonight Show. They were drunk yeah. after the last episode. But I think it was like apple juice or something. Yeah, it? something like that. apple juice kind of looks like beer. It does. Um, Let's go. Cast of characters. There was a lot of them on the show because it was an ensemble cast. Yeah. Start with season one with Coach, not Woody Harrelson. Ted Danson played Sam Malone. He's a bartender of Cheers. Um, he's also the owner. He was a relief pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, nicknamed Mayday Malone, until he became an alcoholic, harming his career. He had an all, all. So he thought it'd be a great idea to own a bar. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You're a drunk. Well, you you buy what you do what you know, right? Well, I'm an alcoholic, so I might as well own a bar. Yeah, it, but he's a recovering alcoholic, so it wouldn't be a good idea. You should open up a cheesecake shop. I eat more things than cheesecake. And your logo will be you crying in your car eating cheesecake. No, if if we were being more realistic, I'd open up a porn store. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or a strip club or something. Do you ever or do you, both? Do you get really upset when you hear people say that porn is bad? I I get defensive. <laughs> I do. I'm like, what the fuck is it? I'm ready to debate. I'm pre- pulling up research. And, I'm, and if you say you have research, I'm like, let me see that research. You, you should be a panel guy on like Fox News or CNN or whatever. I'd have shit to say. Because and they. I'd have a big personality, too, so they'd like it. Well, the problem with that is they always put, like, eight people on a time, so no one has to get so many words in. Exactly. I don't know why they do that. But the loudest one wins, so I'd yeah, be out true. there, hey, hold on a minute. A lot of times, like, they, they give you makeup, they're at your house, yeah. they give you a background, and then you say... I thought you said back rub. <laughs> yeah, they give you a... Like, they oh, should, yeah. because you do all the shit, shit, and you get, like, three words, and like, sorry, we're out of time. This segment was only six minutes for some reason. But if you get to get on one of those panels, I think you're part of a rotation. Oh, yeah, you do. So you I'd be on there all the time. It's true. That'd be a sweet gig. I don't know how... You don't have to be that famous, either. I'm just a, a porn expert. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta become an expert of some... Which I can. And some kind of following. Yeah. Gotta work on that. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna get on Twitter, but like my handle's gonna be the porn. Like a lot guy. of those ESPN guys, they have a setup in their house 
They just make a nice little shelf with like memorabilia screen. on it. No, they put like a shelf with like helmets and stuff on it. And I just... have a shelf with porn behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big screen. Yeah. Mark always wanted to have a wild party where you just got porn on like different screens. That's right. Hell yeah. I'm not dead yet. Time. Might happen. Yeah. Uh, Shelly Long was played by, you know, Diane Chambers. Yes. Diane Chambers was played by Shelly Long. Mm-hmm. Also starred in Troop Beverly Hills, <clears throat> underrated movie. Pretty good. Isn't she like a mess now or something? I don't know. She was an academic, sophisticated graduate student attending. She was a student? A little old to be a student. She f- I, you know, she was probably in her early 20s. Probably. It feels like she's been old a long time, though. So Let's see. How old was he in 1982? She was born in 1949, so 49. She was 33. Mm. Um... In the pilot, Diane is abandoned by her fiancé, leaving her without a job, a man, or money. Realizing that one of her few practical skills is memorization, which comes in handy with dealing with drink orders. That's funny. Like, I'm good at memory, mem- remembering things, so I'm going to become a waitress. Well, why not? That's where the big bucks are. Ask any waitress. She becomes a barmaid. <coughs> Later, she becomes a close friend of Coach, who is played by Nicholas Cost- Costanto. He's borderline senile co-barter. Now, he was a good character... But he died. He did. That's true. He died in season four. Happened to the best of us. And, and the worst. Because he died in real life, they just killed him off in the show. <laughs> Do you think they could have kept him going? Well, sometimes they replace day. you. Yeah. Like, hey, coach, you're looking good. Thanks. <laughs> they just joke. Like, fucking Roseanne had, you know, they switched back, back characters back and forth. I know. But that was part of their charm, though. It would have been funny, though, if they got, like, a, a young black man to replace Coach That'd be after true. he died. Because I think he was, like, Sam Malone's coach, right? I don't fucking know. Coach is also a friend of Sam and a close friend of Diane. He has a daughter, Lisa. Coach listens to people's problems and solves them. Yeah, until he died. Yeah. That was, a problem. On. That was one problem he couldn't solve. He was working on it. Rhea Perlman is Carl Tortelli. Tortelli. Did you say Carl? Because her name's Carla. Carla. Okay. Well, Carl, Carla. Ooh, don't let me forget about the spinoff, her and her husband. But, yeah, she was the wisecracking cocktail waitress. She was a good character. She was probably the best character. Yeah. She was so, like, unattractive and short. It's so confusing when I, I, even now, when I mention that she's married, or she was married to Danny DeVito. They got a divorce, right? Yeah. Which was, that was like, that blew my mind. It's like, yeah, but they're they're both short that's and ugly, like, but why would they both be together? That's like Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus breaking up. Like, what the, that, that, Oh, no, I'm not confused that they got a divorce. I was confused that they were they together, together in the first place. They were together place. forever. Yeah, it's perfect couple. It's not. Like, hey, I'm ugly. You're ugly too. Let's get together. No, we still both like attractive We're people. We're both under four feet tall. Or no, I think Danny is like 4'11 or something. But we're both under five feet tall. We're both not exactly attractive in the traditional sense. Yeah, so let's get together. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you love to see a porn tape of them? I Yeah, I'd enjoy it. That'd be what? interesting. Um, eventually, she uh, she had a husband in the beginning. So eventually, she uh, started dating Eddie LeBeck, a hot ice hockey player played by um, um, Jay Thomas. But until they killed off his character, they killed off his character because she he called her ugly on his Los Angeles radio show, and she found out. Yeah. So she quits the producer and said, "Get that fucker off the show." I know. Didn't he die? Yeah, he died a few years ago. Yeah. Everyone dies. He What's up great, with that? He was a great guy. He was. He was cool. 
George went and played Norm Peterson, who's... Do you think Norm's the most famous character on the show? Because that's like... That was in like the, 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 the American lexicon for yeah, a while. Yeah, Norm. Like, you're that, Norm. You're, if you're a guy who always shows up to a place and everyone knows you... I suppose. Like, if you go... Like, there's always a, like people that are at the same... Like, they're always at these places. They're like the norms of the places. Yeah. Like, I go to the mall on my lunch, and there's always the same group of dudes just sitting there. They go there every day. Like, they just get up during the... They get up with the, the sole intent of going to the Crack mall. Crack of dawn. They go stay there the all mall. afternoon. They get coffee. Sounds and, pretty sweet to me. <clears throat> I call it the committee, and they all sit around and talk shit. I don't know what they... You do. should sit next to them and say, call yourself the subcommittee. I imagine they're complaining about stuff, because that's what old guys do. You believe these taxes? That's what they probably complain believe about. believe these taxes that I don't pay? You don't play pay taxes? Yeah, I stopped. I stopped. Did you know in the Constitution there's nothing there's nothing stated yeah, that you have to pay like taxes? So I, I refuse. I yeah, try telling that to the judge, buddy. Yeah, I will if they ever catch me. Wesley Snipes, what, what do you go to? He went to jail for like four or five years. Yeah, me and Wesley, we're not paying taxes anymore. Now, George Wilt was married to a lady, lady named Vera, who it was one of those TV things where he was just disgusted by his wife. Like wait, why? Wait, which character? Norm. Norm. Like he constantly complained about her, how that's she was gross. He was at, well, that's why he was at a bar constantly. He wanted, why, he wanted to go home. Why not just get a divorce? Because you didn't do that. Back then, you you got married, you just stay married. Like, I'm not happy. I don't want to be with her. She probably doesn't want to be with me, but we're married. That's my wife. So, to you know, to make things easier, we'll just avoid each other. I'm going to hang out at this bar all day. He had a troubled marriage, but is still in love with and married to Vera, an unseen yeah. character. Who's occasionally heard? I I don't know. I don't know. That's just weird. None and then marriages were like that. One of his big uh, lines was, "It's a doggy dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear." Remember that? Oh, that was a huge line. Still holds up today. You don't remember this? I don't remember every fucking little shit. Don't yeah. don't talk about things that aren't funny. I didn't say it was funny. I said that was one of his lines. He also would say, "Beer me." And then Cliff Clavin, that was a good character. A know-it-all. Yeah, that it, he was a good character. And I was thinking, him and Ted Danson are the ones who are still known today. They're still Norm relevant. Is. Norm's are, and Norm, yeah. is part of the, Norm is part of the Dub Bears guys. Today. Relevant today. Not people in the know, 80s. People still, he's still around. He still does the Dub Bears thing. I know, but that's not as relevant. No, the Cliff... He was just in a Domino's commercial. Yeah, well, wow. So was I. The Cliff character, he's still in the... He's no, the, did you the, see it? Because it, no, I don't there's know. a Domino's commercial. They show Domino's in this Cheers script, and it's and they go, do 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 Oh, you know, I did see it. And then uh, it's like a computerized Norm from Cheers era comes in, and everyone's like, Norm! And he orders a pizza. Yeah, I think I saw it. That was the best fucking commercial I ever saw. Anyway, so uh, the Cliff character, he's a, the voice in one of the Toy Story characters. True. And Ted Danson's a working actor. He's in a lot of shit still. So it's them too. Ted Danson's the coolest. Yeah. And he had sex with Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. And then... Which is the craziest part of his career. I know. That's not really part of his career, <laughs> it's though. It's not. He, he, that wasn't a role. Well, he was in that movie with her. He was really fucking Whoopi Goldberg. And he wore just, blackface at some point. Yeah. During that. And everyone forgot about him wearing blackface. Now, they, they, people post every once in a while. They do. But if that happened today, he'd be ousted from Hollywood forever. Yeah. Well, they try... They try... Yeah, but I back, think someone tried, and they, sometimes they, those things don't work. But no, but back then it wasn't. It was a big deal, but it wasn't as big of a deal as it would be today. The so-called cancel culture. Every once in a while, they try, and then nothing happens. Like somebody tried 
to cancel Jeff Goldblum because he's a creep. That, that was their thing. He wasn't a rapist or anything, but he was creepy, which I can understand. He's got that creepy vibe sometimes. He does. They tried it, and like everyone ignored it. They're like, nah, we like Jeff Goldblum. Although, I, I know it's a horrible thing, but... I still the most you still love Weinstein. No, the most hilarious thing is watching Jeff Goldblum as a rapist in Death Wish because oh, it's yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. But in the original Death Wish, he rapes a he gang rapes a woman. Yep. Well, he, he <laughs> I mean, he, it's more, not just him. He's part of a gang. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it yourself. He's he's such a coxman that he can gang rape yeah. someone. But I mean, it's fucking hilarious because it's fucking Jeff Puts Goldblum on different outfits. Now I'm a different guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then there was, of course, Woody Boyd, a really dumb, like, jock. Was he a jock? No, he's a farm boy. Who says oh, yeah. he's a jock? Did you say that, or is it written? No, I just made it. Okay, up. yeah, because that's not true. Because he took over his... Uh, Coach's character. Yeah. He was like kind he was, of his place. Yeah. And he was, like, this farm, fresh off the farm kind of guy. He's really great? naive. For a while, Woody was, like, the most famous guy of Cheers. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I, he was I, a I big agree. time actor. He's a cool guy. Oh, Woody Harrelson, yeah, he's really into cool. marijuana for some reason. I've never tried it, so I guess it must be pretty good. Because yeah, like I remember watching like Entertainment Tonight back in the nineties, and like Woody has got a, a marijuana field or somewhere yeah. in Mexico or something. And then remember Lilith was um, Fraser's wife. He didn't even bring up Fraser. Yeah, I don't know. He should probably come first, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, I, mean, I skipped it. Yeah, what the fuck? Fraser Crane. Now, of course, he had a very the most famous uh, spinoff of the show. Fraser, yeah. He he beats out the Tortellis. Yeah, the Tortellis. Um, Fraser Crane was just like a a psychiatrist who'd come by the bar, and then at some point. Um, Isn't it weird that you and your wife go to a bar and hang out? She didn't hang out. She, she just came in, though. She came she in once in a while. And it was weird because she was like this real, like, stick in the mud. But then... She's hot. Yeah, it ended up she was, like, in real life, she was pretty hot and yeah. kind of cool. But... She, she does a really good job of dressing down. So at some point, uh, Shelly Long left the show. Yeah, what happened with that? Was she ousted? Did she want to leave? I think... Um... I don't recall. It was some weird thing where she decided that she had wanted to leave. If if it, was, if it was her idea, I mean, the thing is, though, that happens sometimes. It's kind of the David Caruso effect. If anyone remembers him from NYPD Blue. Oh, I hated the, his acting style. You think that you, like, you're so big in this one show that you can do other things. You've like, never I'm seen gonna... Ivy? Or was it Blue <laughs> Ivy? What was it in that movie? I don't know. Well, that was like his one big movie. But you think that... Yeah, like, then he came crawling back to network TV. It's like, I'm huge. I could leave. I can do other things. I don't need this. Yeah, it wasn't a David Caruso vehicle, NYPD Blue. I'd, but it, but I'd, it rather, was, I'd rather see Sipowitz. The thing was, it was that first season. He was a breakout star. It was his vehicle, pretty much. But he left and just fucking died on the vine. The, the, the ivy vine. Yeah. Um, like, I'm curious, was it the same thing with Shelley Long? Did she feel like, I don't need this, now I can go do other things, because like, I'm known here, I'm a big star, and then, you know, it's fucking, as I said, you did Troop Beverly Hills and then died. Because what the hell does she do now? Or then? It was 1986, so she left, she left pretty early. I bet you she, she still kicks herself over that. It's like, motherfucker, what did I do? She left for her movie career and family. Yeah, yeah. Man, that, that worked out great. Her family's dead and so is her movie career. Yeah, she hasn't been seen in some time. But yeah, 
But so then after she left, Kirstie Alley came in, who was like, at the time, was like this, like... It's weird how, I don't know, is it at the time, she was a hot chick, but even when you look, like, she's not really, not by today's standards. I guess just the standards of, you know, what is attractive just changes over time. Wasn't she in that movie with the with no anchovies? She was Lover Boy. She was also in a Star Trek film. She played a Vulcan. Did she? Yeah. I don't remember Star Trek 1 or 2. So she, she took over and eventually didn't she like the bar was bought by that British guy who died in a plane crash. She owned the bar for a while. After too. he died in a plane crash, right? I think she came in and bought the bar actually. And then kept Sam on as an owner. And then that British guy bought the bar from her, kept her on as, like, a manager. So, I, I don't know. It was weird. And then he died. And at some point, Sam got the bar back. Yeah. Very convoluted. Oh, here it is. Um, I do, I do, I do. When Sam and Diane part ways due to Shelley Long's departure from the series. In addition, Sam leaves on a trip to sail around the world. Before he leaves, Sam sells cheers to the Lillian Corporation. He returns in the sixth, episode, sixth season premiere, Home is the Sailor, having sunk his boat to find the bar under new management of Rebecca Howe. So he left the show for a little while Did and then he? came back, which is weird. Mm. He begs for his job back as a bartender. Rebecca's fired and Sam is promoted to manager. Rebecca's allowed to keep a job at Lillian, vaguely, vaguely similar to what she had done before. So she's like management, and he's the bartender. Something like From that. there, Sam occasionally attempts to buy the uh, bar back with schemes that usually involve wealthy executive Robin Col- Colcord. I thought it was Concord. Colcord. Hmm. Memory is a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah, I th- could have sworn Robin Colcord died in a plane crash. Maybe he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I do recall that, and we should do Night Court one of these days, but the guy from Night Court would show up, Harry the Hat. Well, there was um, old Gary's Old Time Tavern. That was their, com- their competitor. Their competition down the street. And Harry the Hat, it was a... Um, Con artist, right? Yeah, it was a St. Patrick's Day episode. And he convinced Daddy Gary to sign away his bar for a million dollars. And then he and then he had it uh, demolished. Hmm. So they got they they got Gary good. Every once in a while, they'd show the restaurant upstairs, right? There was a restaurant upstairs. Yeah, there was a fancy restaurant upstairs, and like some like stuffy guy like owned it. I believe he owned the building too. Perhaps I don't know. That I'm not I really recall. sure. A lot of detail. I mean, it was on a fucking eleven years, so there's a yeah. whole lot of detail to this show. That I mean, there are very few Cheers experts. Probably. No, I'm sure there's some people like in episode seven. I would be ashamed. Six, I would be so ashamed to admit that I was a Cheers expert. You would? Oh yeah. So you're not gonna ever rewatch it? No. No, I mean it's classic, but I want it to be. I you want, don't rewatch anything though, do you? I want it to stay classic, and the way it does that is to live on in my mind. The memories of the show keeps it at that status. If I were to rewatch it, it might not hold up, and I'd be like, eh, it actually wasn't that good. A lot of guest stars showed up on the show. Alex Trebek, Arsenio Wall, Dick Cavett, Robert Ehrlich, George Spinky McFarlane, Johnny Spanky. Carson, Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, Admiral William J. Crow, Colorado Senator Gary Hart, Speaker of the House Tip O'Neill, Senator John Kerry, Governor Michael Dukakis, Ethel Kennedy, widow of Robert F. Kennedy, 
then mayor of Boston, Raymond Flynn. Wow. Like, there's so many people. Harry Connick Jr., Christopher Lloyd. I mean, why? what's with all these people just showing up at the bar? People don't go to bars. I need a fucking drink. I guess. You know, that's the weirdest thing. I don't, I'm not a drinker. I wish I had a bar I could hang out at. I wouldn't go to a bar if I had a fun to drink. I drink, I'm like George Thorogood. I drink alone. I mean, I... I go to the store, I buy my booze, and I go home. For me, I mean, for a lot of people, though, drinking is a social experience. I'm not just drinking. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not just here to get drunk. Like, I, I want to go out. I want to see people. That's true. People think people. you're weird if you're just out and you're not drinking. Yeah, so it is a social thing. So I want to go to a bar and How many times have you bought up? one drink and just milked it all night so we fit in? Many times. Because we, we're not big drinkers, but we'd go out out to the clubs and whatnot, out to bars, and it's like, well, you look weird if you don't have a drink, so buy one and hold it for three hours. Yep. So the uh, 11th and final season was in 1992. That was an event, I remember. Oh, yeah, it was huge, right? Yeah. Final episode of Cheers. You know... I don't know if I can't remember. I don't if I remember. I don't. It. I mean, I saw it. I don't remember what happened. I do recall that, you know, like I mentioned earlier, that the Tonight Show incident where everyone was yeah. drunk because this would, the Tonight Show where they appeared, they had just finished celebrating the final episode of Cheers, so they were actually drinking real beer. They're drinking booze, so they show up and they're all fucking tipsy. So the uh, the final episode was called One for the Road. It was a triple episode. It had an audience of approximately 42.4 million households. Oh, that's fucking huge. Make it the second highest rated finale behind MASH. That's crazy. I don't know if we're going to do MASH. I guess we could. You know what? I don't... I wasn't a fan of MASH. I, I only see... I, I've seen episodes here and there. So weird, I really they had the weirdest laugh track when it was obvious. Like, there's no um, audience there, dude. I mean, you're in the middle of a field. Yeah. I, I don't think we could do... They had a fake laugh track except during surgery. They wouldn't have a laugh track. Yeah, that's serious business. It is. Surgery is serious business. Mm. Um, So in the final episodes... um, Yeah, give me the just fucking premise. Let's get in this background. Woody and another bartender at Cheers is married to socialite Kelly Gaines. Like, he's getting... I don't remember. Yeah, he had a rich wife. Like, for a while, he started dating this rich girl, and she was dumb, too, but she was rich. And then eventually they got married. I do remember that. Oh, and then we forgot to say how they killed off um, Carla's husband. They they made him get... He, he was a former hockey player. Run over by a Zamboni. But he was in the ice capades, and a, a Zamboni ran him yeah. over. And then they showed his funeral, and he had... For some reason, they left his suit on that he died in. Because remember, he was still in his... Because uh, they wanted to humiliate Jay Thomas for being an asshole. Yeah. So they left his penguin suit on. Um, and as I mentioned, another spinoff, besides Frasier, the Tortellis, which was uh, Carla's ex-husband in the show. And he had, like, this hot blonde wife... Who was like a foot taller than him, and I think they might have had a couple kids. I don't think that show lasted very long. Yeah, so there's a whole bunch of shit happening. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but the end part is what everyone remembers. I don't, so I need you to tell me. Um, after the rest of the gang head home for the night, Norm briefly stays behind and tells Sam that he knew he'd return to Boston for his one true love, saying, "You'll always come back to her." After Norm leaves. 
Sam looks around the bar and says to himself, I'm the luckiest man in the world, before he tells someone, knocking on the door, sorry, we're closed, then walks over and straightens the picture of Geronimo hanging on the back wall and exits in the corridor towards the billiard billiard room. So he does own it, though, at the end, right? Yeah. Okay. The final shot of Cheers is... Is a st- of the, s- the final shot of the series of cheers is seen from the street at night before fading to black. Wow, beautiful. Very artistic. But they said it was like one of the best endings, I guess. But remember they had that back... are hard. Remember they had that back part, like with the pool table and stuff? Yeah. They- they'd only show every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while they'd go back there. And there was like a pay phone. And then you were always back in, in Sam's office. Uh-huh. That gigantic office. So you had the pool... The pool area, his office, the, and of course the main bar. Then every once in a while, that upstairs restaurant. Yeah, yeah, those are all the. And uh, they'd take, shots. A, and they'd show his, they'd show his apartment every once in a while. But other than that, they didn't really show much of anything else. It must have been a, a cheap show to produce, just because it was mainly that one set. Yeah, and they had a couple of apart. They probably used the same apartment sets for all the people. Although they had to have the uh, Jeopardy set, the one episode. Where but that was on the, that was on the real set. Yeah, they didn't really have to pay for that. Yeah, that's when Alex Trebek was on. Because mm-hmm. no, I forget how it went. Alex Trebek didn't go to the bar. Cliff Clavin was. Cliff on was an idiot, but didn't he like get a? Didn't like they were like he's not going to win, but then he got. Well, no, no, no. So how Cliff Clavin? I mean, he's an idiot, but he's very knowledgeable about bullshit. He like like very encyclopedic. So he went on Jeopardy, and he knew. Like, all, all, the, all his categories came up. Well, I mean, he knows a lot of stuff, so he knew all the answers. So he cleaned up. You know, he was dominating, and then for the final Jeopardy, instead of playing it smart, he bet all of his money, and then he didn't know the an- the final answer, so at the end, he left with nothing, and he lost. Stupid idiot. Yeah. But it was a decent show, I it guess. It was. I mean, like I said, for for the time, it... It was huge and deservedly so. It was it was groundbreaking. It was it was funny. Like I said, I'm not watching it today because it probably doesn't hold. I up. don't think I watched a lot of the episodes because it was past my bedtime. Yeah, it was out like nine o'clock. I think. What time do you go to bed? Well, when I was like five years old, you know, hey, eight. My bedtime's from being a kid all the way up until you know in high school, eleven o'clock. We always went to bed. When at you 11. were four, you went to yeah. bed at eleven. Always a that's, bu- that's bullshit. Call hey. your mom. <laughs> Call your mom on the air and ask her. Because we all went to bed the same time. There's that's no way a four-year-old is going to bed at 11, 11 o'clock. o'clock. There's no fucking way. Yeah. This is bullshit all the way. I guarantee that's bullshit. Well. Because I know people with kids, and their kids go to bed at like six or seven. Yeah. Probably because they just want to get away from Hey, them. they're not my mom. What was your son's bedtime? What was it? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it depending. When he was like five. Probably like 7.30. 7 Who the fuck can go to bed at 7.30? It's rough in the summertime when <laughs> yeah. it's daylight. And it's like, listen, I, it's bedtime. I the know. The sun's shining in your eyes. <laughs> it was it was rough sometimes. <laughs> it's like, this. it's sun. I mean, it's bright out you, there. It's I like, think it, in the summer, bedtime. you should at least say it when it gets dark out. No. Because they're little kids. They need to go to bed. They need to rest. But it's, well, it's I always had to come home when the streetlights came on. But in summer, that's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. And sometimes they were out. I just never came home. Like I didn't notice. It was still bright out. You've been home in three days. Oh, I, that street like blew out. I don't know. Well, it, we live in Alaska, and it's been sunny the last six months, so oh I my, couldn't how tell. How the fuck do you sleep in the summer in Alaska? I don't know. Guess you get. Used how do you to stay it. awake in the winter in Alaska? It's always dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, you know what? I'd like to go to Alaska. Check it out. Hopefully, wanna, it's not one of those things where vampires come when it's dark all the time. I want to go to Barrow, Alaska. It's like the small. It's like the most northern time town in the United States. 
and like a box of cereal is like 20 bucks because it takes so long to get stuff there and why do you want to go there so you can pay you know uh, 20 bucks for uh, Cheerios it's be cool it's, it's in the Arctic Circle I guess that's cool yeah anyway that does it oh so while you're listening to this we do put out normal episodes of and we talk about bullshit not related to tv and some tv yeah and some tv too so you just want to look up hotshot whiz kids that's mm-hmm. us anyway hotshotwhizkids.com facebook twitter youtube tell a friend about tv making your way in the world today takes everything you've got Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same.